안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? I miss all of you. 보고 싶어요. 진짜 보고 싶어요. I truly miss all of you. Today, I'd like to talk about God's ideal family and the kingdom of the peaceful and ideal world too. From True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's study. God's Ideal Family and the Kingdom of the Peaceful Ideal World 2. When we are bound together in true love, we can be together forever, continually rejoicing in each other's company. The attraction of true love brings all things in the universe to our feet. Even God will come to dwell with us. Nothing can compare to the value of true love. It has the power to dissipate the barriers created by fallen human beings, including national boundaries and the barriers of race and even religion. The main attributes of God's true love are that it is absolute, unique, unchanging, and eternal. So whoever practices true love will live with God, share his happiness, and enjoy the right to participate as an equal in his work. Therefore, a life lived for the sake of others, a life of true love, is the absolute prerequisite for entering the kingdom of heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, what kind of place is heaven? In brief, heaven is a world of overflowing with God's true love. True love is its access. True love is everywhere. In the outward expression, as well as in the inward thought, everyone's life is filled with true love from beginning to end. The people of heaven are born through true love, live in the embrace of true love, and follow the track of true love all the way to the day they pass on into the next world, the spirit world. Yes, the main attributes of true love are uh, that it is absolute, unique, unchanging, and eternal. And since the characteristics of true love include the right to participate, the right to inherit, the right of equal position, and the right to live together, we can live forever with God if we possess true love. In this way, a life lived for the sake of others, a life of true love is the absolute prerequisite for entering the kingdom of heaven. However, true love cannot be experienced without the pair system of the subject and object partner. Therefore, the world of true love is a world that cannot be experienced without becoming a couple. Incredible. In brief, heaven is a world overflowing with God's true love. True love is its axis. True love is everywhere in the outward expression as well as in the inward thought. Everyone's life is filled with true love, you know, from the beginning to end. Therefore, we must know that bearing true love is our final goal and God's desire. Becoming true love, true, true children. Uh, becoming uh, becoming true love children, true love brothers and sisters, 
true love couples and true love parents is the wish of heaven and earth and all and is also the dream that we human being hope for and uh living uh divine principle human history of history of the providence of restoration three trends in the history of conflict let's study edp trends in the history of conflict third examining trends in the history of conflict battles over people territory and property have continued without interruption expanding their scope in step with the progress of human society. The scale of these struggles has broadened from the family level to the levels of tribe, society, nation, and world until today. When the democratic world and the communist world confront each other in a final conflict, this final war will be primarily a war of ideologies. Hence, the new truth, which can reconcile religion and science, will emerge and bring about the unification of the communist and democratic worlds. Let's just study Father's word. The reason why the history of conflict continues. People who go against God's will have lived affluent lives, while people who have upheld God's will have lived in poverty. Such phenomena have occurred throughout the history of human conflict, which has continued until today. That's because human beings lost their heart towards God. Therefore, we must go through such a process to restore the position which God can trust us again. In order to do that, we have to be strong enough to overcome all the trials which God has endured for 6,000 years. We must go forward undaunted by the threat of death and stand with determination as representatives of God. Yes. What do you think is the reason people who go against God's will have lived, uh, have lived on uh, affluent lives while people who have upheld God's will have lived in poverty? What, what's wrong with that? That's because a human being lost their heart towards God. Therefore, we must go through a such process to restore the position in which God can trust us again. Indemnity. Indemnity is going through the path opposite to what was lost. However, there are many people who do not know that the, what the indemnity cause they have to go through. And they easily blame God and curse their ancestors and lament their uh, fate. Therefore, in order to restore the true indemnity, everything of my ancestors who make mistakes in the past, I have to become myself who can overcome whatever hardships come my way. Ah, this is important. That's why without understanding the way of indemnity, for no reason why my family is like that. Why some family so much rich? You know, why I need to go through this kind of hardship? You need to understand the cause of the indemnity. Our divine principle very clearly explained the way of the indemnity, right? This is one of the incredible discoveries about the indemnity. 
Due to the form of man, the position of the subject and object, that is the position of the body and mind, have changed. No, you know, subject become object, object become subject. Good and evil, original mind and selfish mind have come into being and have been in a constant battle between good and evil. Internally, this struggle continues to restore God's heart because of the fall. It arises because the man's original mind wants to return to God and Satan is trying to stop this. In this battle, uh, in, in, this, in this battle between good and evil, good people have been sacrificed. You know, uh, through their sacrifices, the war of the goodness has gradually expanded. You know, to stop the histo history of the struggle, you must first take control of your body. The unification of uh, my body uh, and mind, husband and wife, and siblings must be achieved first. That's why, you know, to unify the world, Father said, you need to challenge to overcome your physical body's limitation. Need to unite, make the unity between mind and body. Secondly, you need to make the unity between husband and wife. This is the beginning point, right? And next content. History until now has been the course to be possessed by one master. Created beings, including ourselves, lost their master. Due to the fall, human beings couldn't be absolutely possessed by God and couldn't absolutely possess creation and this world either. It means that until today, even God, who is the absolute being, can't claim that the creation is his own, nor can he confidently dominate them. Therefore, the course of history until now has been the course to become possessed by one master. We must keep in mind that the history of conflict has continued throughout the ages until this time to fulfill this purpose. If we admit that created beings exist, we must admit that one master or the absolute being who created them exists as well. Unless an absolute safe point is settled without anybody's claim in God's dominion, this world can't escape from the history of conflict. Yes, due to the fall, human being couldn't be absolutely possessed by God and couldn't absolutely possess creation and this world either. Humans, all things, and the other world are owned by Satan. That's why the Bible says that Satan is the ruler of this world. Therefore, the course of history until now has been the course to become possessed by one master. There were untold sacrifices as this ownership battle continued to come down one after another between God and Satan. We must keep in mind that the history of the conflict has continued throughout the ages until this time to fulfill this purpose. In such a position, we must reflect, do we really have ownership over God? Is, it, is God really our master? And are we the master who owns all things? Because of the fall, mankind lost everything, including their parents, children, brothers and sisters, and husband and wife also lost God individually. 
they have lost their body, mind, and lost their heart. You know, to restore this, we must keep uh, ties in every aspect as a condition of owning all things. Witness as a condition of the possessing humans and restore our heart as a condition of the possessing God. Very clear explanation. Today's youth ministry, if you don't get along artistically, you become what? You become what? Strangers. If you don't get along artistically with your wife, your wife will become strangers. If you don't, do not get along artistically with your children, your children become your strangers. Yeah, this is a really incredible also type of we need to think about, we need to listen what he are talking about. Let's start. Have the eyes, ears, and mouth of your heart. We must be careful with our eyes, mouth, and ears in our daily life. Our eyes should be the eyes of the heart. Our ears should listen with the heart. And our mouth should speak with, speak the words of the heart. The eyes of the heart do not see externally and physically, but rather see the inside. For example, when you look at a person, you have to think of the parents who worked hard behind the scenes to raise that person until that person grew old. And we must think about how hard our ancestors and God worked until we selected that one person and connected him to heaven's providence. So it's important to consider the history and hard work of that person's ancestors. Since we are all descendants of Adam and Eve, from the viewpoint of the creator, we are all descendants of one lineage. Therefore, all people are related to me through lineage. They are not strangers. Yeah. We must learn how to see people like true parents. True parents look at the person's past, focusing on the background of their ancestors. And they see how much responsibility they are taking in the position and they are currently in. Next, they see what position he will stand in the future. Fallen humans make many, many mistakes because they do not look at the person's past, the present and future and make judgment, uh, you know, judgment based on their present and external, external appearance and preconceived notions. This is the problem. So we must be careful with our eyes, mouth and ears in our daily life. Our eyes should be the eyes of the heart. Our ears should, should listen with the heart and our mouth should, should speak the word of the heart. The eyes of the heart do not see externally and physically, but rather see the inside. Always you need to compare animal. Animal want to see that person's about the past yeah? and that person's future. Animal cannot do that. Yeah? Human being, you know, to see someone, we need to resemble father, we need to see that person's background. What kind of a connection to, you know, his or her ancestors? That's incredible. When he, 
you know, uh, arranging of the matching and blessing. He, each one of their ancestor background, it is really incredible and beautiful. That's why father's matching is really, we don't know. We, we cannot express how he really, you know, matching. He knows, he knows that anyone's background, just he want to see, then he already he can see. To judge a person well, you have to think of the parents who walked hard behind the scenes to raise that person until that person grew old, grew old. And we must think about how hard our ancestor and God walked until we selected that one person and connected him to heaven's providence. Since we are all descendants of Adam and Eve from the viewpoint of the creator, we are all descendants of the one lineage. Therefore, all people are related to me through lineage. They are not strangers originally, right? We are all of them, personal parents, you are yellow and black and white people, right? We originally come from God. If you think that we come from God, we are same children of God originally, right? Of course, on the way because of the fall. Originally, we come from God's lineage, come from God. Then you and me, when the relationship between you and me, we are brothers, we are sisters, right? They are not strangers. When you think about this point, yeah, then you can embrace any black people, any white people, any yellow people. Yeah, this kind of mindset is very important. That's why father's discovery is amazing. God is the parents. Each one of the human beings is a children. Does not care about the color. Does not care about the boundaries. We need to think that truly you believe God is the parents of a human being. Truly believe you and me, we are children of God. You just really accept and digest this concept. Accept this this reality. You don't have any enemy. You can embrace any other one. That's why incredible. One God, one family, right? We are same brothers and sisters. If we truly believe in that, they need to practice. You know? If we do not understand this point, God is a parent of all mankind. If we do not understand, if we do not understand, we are children of God, you cannot practice. Still discriminate people, distinguish this and that. Then there's the problem. Then you do not know divine principle, even though understand divine principle only by your head, not from your heart. Right? Next. If you don't get along heartistically, you become strangers. When we become one with each other in our hearts, we will all long for each other. When people become one in heart, everyone feels precious. Animals feel happy when they bond with humans, don't they feel like family? So we must be kind to each other. If you don't get along artistically, you will become a stranger. If you don't get along with each other in your family, you're a stranger. That's why I have to think of all people I deal with as objects of love and try to be affectionate. There is no target that we call our enemy. Even if it is difficult to become one with a certain object, you must overcome it with love. The creator 
created man and all things to make our hearts happy. And God created us to feel happy when he sees us happy. Therefore, when we look at all things and when we look at people, we must look at them with our hearts. Yes, we humans are all descendants of our fallen ancestor, but we must understand that we all come from one lineage centered on God originally and think of each other as brothers and sisters. So when we become one with each other in heart, we all become people we long for. We really feel that you are my brother. We truly feel that you are my sister. If you truly feel like that, then what kind of phenomena appear? If you accept that guy is my brother, that guy is my sister, if we accept that reality, automatically we long for each other. When people become one in heart, everyone feels so precious. So we must, we must be kind to each other. If you don't get along artistically, you will become a stranger. In the satanic world, the world of heart is all self-centered. So what we need to know clearly is that if we are not affectionate, or affectionate with each other in our family, we are strangers. You are living together with your strangers because you don't care each other as in the family, right? You don't have a hottest relationship with your wife, then your wife is a stranger. You don't have a hottest relationship with your, with your, with your uh, husband, and then you are strangers. Even though you delivered your baby, your children, but don't have a hottest relationship, your children are strangers. That's why we have to think of all the people we deal with as objects of love and try to affectionate. Faith is to eventually born, born and have an inseparable artistic relationship. From that perspective, there is no target that we call our enemy. Even if, even if it is difficult to become one with a certain object, you must overcome it with love. This is because we are brothers and sisters centered on God and sharing blood. If we think of all people as brothers and sisters under one God, our heart is already ready to accept anyone. The attitude of the heart is so important. According to the attitude of our heart, they become stimulated, right? I really, if I do not join Unification Church, or oh, what kind of person I become because of true parents' guidance, because of divine principle. I truly confess that when I travel in America every state here and there, when I see each one of our members, I feel that wow, they are so precious to me. And true God always talk to me, okay, spiritually. Please, you need to embrace each one of them. They are my children. I am now in spiritual world, I cannot do. You know, your mother, true mother in Korea, you, she cannot do that. Why I send you to America? On behalf of me, 
on behalf of True Patriots, please, please, please love each one of American members. Embrace them. Take care of them. They are so precious to me. This, this kind of guidance always Father give me. That's why I feel that ah, really, I really want to have time. I want to spend time with each one of the, our American brothers and sisters. I really want to hug them and kiss them and then and hand in hand together and talk together. I have this kind of a mindset. My brothers and sisters, that's why our true parents' guidance is really, really amazing, right? Yeah. So according to attitude of our heart, they become very stimulated. Then you can feel that each one of them are so important, so precious. <laughs> I talked to Mr. So or Mr. So or somebody. When I when every day I go out to the like Hudson Riverside to do one hour exercise. When I look at each one of them, I feel that each one of them like our member. <laughs> Anyone see any boy and girls and grandparents, kind of the old guy? I feel that they are like our members. Each one of them are so precious. When you feel each one of them are so precious, you don't have the, you know, how to say, preconception. No preconception because you feel everybody precious, no any conception. Because just you can love each one of them are children of God. Next. Between the body and the mind, which should be saved? What does true parents mean by denying yourself? And what does it mean in the Bible that he who wants to die will live? This means that if we do not use our mind centered on our physical body, our mind will live. Which should I save, the body or the mind? Should I save the body and kill the mind? Or should we kill the body and save the mind? So to make it a little easier to understand, since the body will die anyway, we should think that our body is dead. We should live our lives, with lives only with the heart. So when we eat, we must think that we are eating for the mind, not for the body. We should not eat because our body is hungry, but we should eat to make our heart happy. Aren't we eating to be happy? And we do not eat rice to save our sad and painful bodies. What we need is to be healthy. This is the health I need because it is the health of my mind. It is not health because of the body. Yes. What does the true parents mean by denying yourself? And what does it mean in the Bible that he, he uh, who wants to die will live? This means that we must completely abandon the mind while that entered on the physical body. It means that if we do not use our mind centered on the physical body, our mind surely will come to life. That's why you prepare to die, you can live. That means you completely abandon your body, deny your physical body, your physical mind. And then finally what? You can live. 
Father explained that way. That's why the Bible says, he, he who wants to die will live. It means that if I, if I abandon my physical mind, I will surely live. Conversely, if I save my body, my soul will surely die. Which should I save the body or, or, or the mind? Should I save the body and abandon mind? Or should we abandon body and save the mind? So to make a little easier to understand, since the body will die anyway, we should think that our body is dead. So when we, when we eat, we must think that we are eating for the mind, not for the body. We should not eat, uh, eat because our body is hungry, but we should eat to make our heart happy. So Father said that if you deny yourself in the physical body, everyone will taste the miracle. If you completely deny, you know, about the, uh, your own self and ignore your physical mind, and then you clear, clearly have the mindset, okay? Centering on about the spiritual body, centering on spirit. Everybody can feel the, everybody can experience of the miracle. If you really deny yourself completely, you will receive unimaginable spiritual strength and energy from God. The reason why we cannot feel God and have a spiritual power is because there we, there we limit how much we deny ourselves. Therefore, if you deny yourself, you are bound to receive strength from the spiritual world. Wow. Even though we say deny yourself, deny yourself, deny But why we cannot get strength? There is a limitation. You, you, you try to deny yourself, but not yet completely deny. If you completely deny and your body belongs to God and your mind belongs to God, your heart belongs to God, absolutely 100% like that, Father said, you are bound to receive incredible strength and power from the spiritual world. Okay, the final slide. It's goodness when you value others more than yourself. Our bodies must be shed after a certain period of time. Therefore, we must not forget that we are always people of the heart. Therefore, it is our heart that we live with these attitudes. Let's live with the heart. Let's live with love. Let's live with attendance. Let's live by faith. Our body keeps distrusting, trying to assert itself, and trying only for itself. Since all fallen human blood contains the blood of Satan, they only think about themselves. What is evil? Only thinking about yourself is evil. What is the goodness? It is goodness to value relationships. Husbands value their wives more than themselves. Wives value their husbands more than themselves. Parents value their children more. And children value their parents more. Goodness is to value others more than yourself. Therefore, relationships are more valuable than me. Doesn't death and suffering come when a relationship is broken? Yes. Our bodies, our bodies must be shed after a certain period of time, right? 
Therefore, we must not forget that we are always people of the heart. Therefore, we must not live according to the physical body. No matter what we uh, we eat, no matter what we drink, no matter what we wear, no matter what we 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 we, we uh, uh, what we think, and no matter what we do, we must not think of the physical body, physical mind. Therefore, it is our heart that we live with uh, these attitudes. Let's live with the heart. Let's live with the love. Let's live with the attendance. Let's live by faith. Our body keeps this, uh, distracting, uh, this, uh, this uh, trusting and trying to assert itself and trying, trying only for itself. Since all human beings blood, uh, uh, contains the blood of Satan, they only think about themselves. What is evil? Only thinking about yourself is evil. What's the goodness? Very important here. What's the goodness? It is goodness when you value relationships. Husband value their wives more than themselves. Wives value their husbands more than themselves. Parents value their children more. And children value their parents more. This is goodness. Goodness is to value others more than yourself. Therefore, relationships are more valuable than me. Doesn't uh, death and suffering come when a relationship is broken? In this way, we must keep in mind that the truth of the universe was created to live thoroughly for the sake of others. Therefore, according to the truth of this universe, we must live a life wholly for the sake of others. Today I'm talking about, you know, it's goodness when you value others more than yourself. Very, very beautiful guidance. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you so much, Dr. Young, for the wonderful guidance for today. With that, we'll have our testimony for today. Our testimony giver is Preston Grodner, who is serving in Zambia as a GPA CIG missionary. He's going to share about his testimony of his experience over there. So please welcome up Preston Grodner. Uh, good morning, Dr. Young. Good morning, family. Um, yes, I will be sharing a testimony today. My name is Preston Grodner. I'm 20 years old and I'm a third year participant on GPA, but this is my second year as a Chanogook missionary. Um, yeah, last year I served in Albania and this year I'm serving in Zambia. Uh, and actually we're just about at the end of our mission now here in Zambia. Um, but I just wanted to share a short testimony about my experience here, um, specifically with deepening my understanding and relationship with divine principle. So before coming to Zambia, um, whenever I would read or lecture divine principle, I would always see it as something uh, more very plain, as in it's simply like a textbook or a doctrine, uh, a way of looking at the world. But it wasn't until I met my now spiritual son, Evaristo, that I came to realize the depth of divine principle. Um, Eva was one of the first people I met here in Zambia. And actually, uh, at first it was extremely difficult 
for me to love and invest into him. Um, he isn't educated so well, so he didn't know so much English. Um, so it was challenging to connect intellectually and have him understand the contents. But even so, Eva, he came to the center every single day to hear more and more divine principles. So for me, this was a little confusing. It stumped me a little bit uh, because it seemed like he, he wasn't really um, understanding what was being explained to him. So one day I sat him down and I just talked to him and asked him why he keeps coming back. And then he opened up to me in his life and he shared his whole situation. Uh, so actually his background is his father passed away when he was very young. So he had to leave school early and take a lot of responsibility for kind of financially supporting his family. Uh, and he explained how his life is very difficult and it made him do uh, like bad things. But ever since he came here, he started to change. Um, he testified to how the divine principle is making him a better person and his family has noticed too. So yeah, as he was sharing this, I really had to try hard to hold back my tears uh, because I felt, firstly, I felt bad for judging him, um, his intellectual capacity, and also so grateful for like his sincere heart to share with me. But I think it was really that moment that helped me realize that the divine principle isn't just a textbook but the essence of divine principle is heart and teaching divine principle isn't like teaching any other school subject, but teaching divine principle is an act of love and Eva felt that love and couldn't help but be attracted to it. So, yes, um, after six months of constant study and workshops, Eva has excelled in his understanding of um, understanding and practice of principle. Uh, the intellectual boundary in the beginning has gone away. His English improved a lot and his passion for sharing God's word has gotten a lot stronger. Um, so yeah, he, he's progressed a lot in his life of faith and is now actually even giving his own divine principle lectures. He's inheriting some of our traditions and even bringing his own guests uh, to study divine principle too. So he's on his way to becoming a full-time member and even hopefully preparing to receive the blessing next year. So yeah, it's a very precious experience. I'm really grateful. Uh, yeah, actually not only with my spiritual son Evaristo, but actually many other experiences during this mission, uh, God was helping me to feel the true meaning and, and power of divine principle. Um, it's one of my biggest takeaways from this mission time. So. Yeah, so that's about it for my testimony. Um, overall, what's in my heart now is nothing but gratitude um, for such a life-changing and precious experience. And yeah, I'm really grateful to have the opportunity to share with you guys. So thank you for listening. There's a lot more to share, but that's it for now. Have a good day.